What's going on, everybody? Cigar Titan here. Once again, my good friend, Brother Stogie. Say hello to the people. What up, fam? Brother Stogie, where are we at today? Man, we at the Burn Down Podcast. We're at the Burn Down Podcast. Yeah. That's right. A little Burn Down with Eric and Justin. Yep. So tune in. You are now listening and watching to the Burn Down Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the burn down today we have not one but two special guests they are brother stogie and cigar titans the guys who run cigar titans youtube channel gentlemen what is going on what is going on how you guys doing <laughs> what is it? Skit? <laughs> <laughs> So how did you how did you guys meet? Let me ask you guys that. Say it again. How did you guys how did you guys meet? How did you guys become friends? How did you guys think about starting a cigar YouTube channel? Well, so you spent over a whole bunch of years with all with those questions. So let's see. <laughs> so let's go yeah. back. How did you guys meet? Let's start with that. How did you guys meet? We we met we we met professionally through work. And so we kind of just clicked with that and and through uh man troubles and life. We connected to be brothers and shit, and let's see to go on to how the cigar titan started. It started in the garage. Yeah, just uh, you know, we had we've been friends for probably close to about twenty years now, and uh, like you said, uh, met through work, and you know, he eventually broke off, and I don't think it's any surprise to anybody who's watched the channel for a while you broke off went and did probation for a while mm-hmm. um i went ended up at another company and you know we just stayed connected uh throughout that time and i just i one day sitting in my garage watching cigar one day watch not bad not bad it's not not the worst way to spend. Could be a lot worse things you're watching out there. Just just putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, hey man, like we could do this. Like we sit in the garage and shoot this shit anyway. So I mean, why not share it? Yeah. It was just a matter of you know seeing other like we. I mean, there's there's no shortage of channels out there that do the cigar reviews and things like that. They're all over, and you know that's great. And there are people out there that do those channels very well. Um, we wanted to do something different. We still wanted to, we still wanted to participate in the cigar community, but we didn't want it to just be about cigar reviews. We wanted to do something more along the lines of a uh, entertainment. You know, we wanted to entertain people, make the people lifestyle. laugh. Yeah, the lifestyle, not just cigar reviews. It's funny because you guys said that you just you were both doing hanging out in the garage and shooting the shit anyway, and. Said, why can't we just do this on YouTube? Put a camera on us. And that's That's exactly how we started, too. We said, well, we already hang out. We already (laughs) smoke cigars and shoot the shit. The only difference is that now we have a microphone and a camera. (laughs) Right. Really, the only difference. (laughs) That's it. That is it. That's it. You know, and I, you know, look, I mean, you guys have great chemistry on camera, too. We've seen your, you know, your podcast and your show on YouTube. It's the same thing, you know, when you, especially when you've got a rapport with somebody you've known. For years, that chemistry on camera comes across less forced. You know, it comes across a lot more natural. You can sit there and bounce off of each other and react off of each other. And it's very entertaining. And I, I, there's very few 
cigar channels out there right now with more than one person, you know, on the show that have that kind of chemistry. You guys are one of them. Yeah. I appreciate it. I mean, vice versa for you guys, because I think that's what most people like to see. They like to see that authentic chemistry. They like, obviously, they like the real stuff. They don't like to see that's the facade and that's kind of like forced. They can see that you guys have been friends. Right. They see you guys are actually making each other laugh. We're making each other laugh. We're saying dumb shit to each other. And I think that's what draws people mm-hmm. in is just the, the authenticity of the whole, yeah, uh, of the whole thing. So I got to ask, are you guys in a place that you can smoke? Are you guys going to be smoking with us? Because we sure as hell are going to be smoking. That's what we do every single episode. <laughs> we're we're going to be drinking we this are, episode. We are drinking. So I give you a disclaimer now <laughs> that shit might get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes. 15 minutes. One's drinking the wine. One's got some, looks like brown liquor. Could get a little bit crazy. Uh, we were drinking this on the preview a little bit earlier, so it might okay. get a lot of hand. That stuff's very good. I've had that before. Oh, yeah. It's dangerous. The first, he was just, we just had the first sip. And the first sip, you're kind of like, whew. But then the next sip, each sip after that gets a little easier. It gets a little easier. So, Brother Stogie, what are you, uh, what are you sipping on? This is uh, the Country Smooth Small Batch, the newest addition to the Country Smooth family uh, right there. And it's truly, truly Country Smooth. A little too smooth because it's my third pour. <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disclaimers, oh, warnings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's but like, hey, but we, we not we not smoking. Don't don't not smoke. This is your show. So fire up y'all stogies. Let y'all people know what course. y'all smoking, and we can go from there. Baby. Yeah. Well, ask you shall receive because I'm about to fire this one up right now. This is the uh, both smoking the same thing. These are courtesy of Eric over here. He he blessed me with one of these beautiful sticks. You got it. Um, this is the Drew Estate Undercrown Shade Flying Pig. Okay, okay. heard a lot about that. Flying pigs are crazy, man. They, I mean, they last a long time. I it's mean, wild. It's a. It's like a four by sixty, but odd. I'd call it a figurado. It's kind of a pigtail cap with a tapered foot, but it it lasts a good hour and a half. It's only yeah. four inches. So, and so, to pair it with coffee, it's pretty good. So, like I was like I was telling you guys earlier, there's all stuff that goes on. So for like the first five minutes we were talking, I'm looking. I'm like, shit. I didn't press the record button on the Zoom, and so, you, it's funny because you acknowledge that before now recording. <laughs> you acknowledge it. Like, you know what? Sometimes I don't hit record. Sometimes you don't record up there. And sure, shit, you didn't hit record. Well, shit. You know, Brother Stogie was like, dude, redo the intro. I'm like, ah, okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> no questions asked. Got to no so the best is no after, after you fucked it up the first time, he's like, nope. And then you fucked up a second time. He goes, nope. Stop. <laughs> he, just, he just stood there. Cigar Titan and Brother Stogie were like, and Brother Stogie's like, nah, nope, nah. run it back, son, run it back. I was like, damn, like, whose podcast, whose show is this? <laughs> nope, gotta do that again, do that again. Fuck out, out of here, fuck out of here with that nonsense. I was like, hey, don't gotta ask me, you are the guest, that's what happened. So, so you know, it's hilarious because, you know, not, I said, you know, we don't even press record sometimes and it didn't even click to press record. I got it oh. on the uh, on the Zoom, but anyways, we're all set to go, so we might have to do the intro yeah, later. But other than that, <laughs> all good. We'll do take four. We'll do take four. 
on the end. We'll do the intro at the end of the episode. You know, usually it's the females that I have on here that kind of get me a little bit nervous. Never two dudes. So that's that's a first. <laughs> I, always, I always tell people, but you realize when you might get on your show, right? Hey, last person we told that to was Dad Smoking Cigars. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He was like, remember, you invited us. Yeah. Oh, but those make the best episodes. I, I already can tell this yeah, episode man. is going to be... We're, I don't even know if we even need the fucking questions. We're just going to be going off the rails <laughs> on this episode. I mean, like I said, though, it's real, though. It's real. Like, you were like, nah, I'm going to accept that. You're like, nah, man, do that over. I, nah. I'm not about that. So nah, it was It was just the issue. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> not even like, uh, I you know quiet. what? Can, can you do that again? Quiet. We got to change you. Like, nah. Can't. No. Do it again. <laughs> where do you get where'd you get that that personality from where where does that come from brother stogie he's talking to you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't comes, know. it comes from, it comes from the three glasses of of uh country smoothies <laughs> guy that's where it comes well, from well right now it's coming from the country smoothies shit um i don't know like our like our last like almost like six to ten episodes we haven't even drank spirits on our show no not well we, we, we did the, the you can't really Call White Claw? No, 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 so. that, that, no, that, that did no. give me that that, that, that. that shit got me. Yeah, you know, but um, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it's just have, have fun, man. I, I've I've always been like that. Um, I'm more of a introvert professionally, um, but socially I'm an extrovert. Um, just keep people guessing. You know, some people meet me, they never know what to expect, uh, but once they actually befriend me. And get to know me, it's like, oh shit, he's kind of fun, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, I've always kind of been like that. That's good. No, I, I mean I appreciate it. I mean I, I was getting enjoyment. I mean it's like, man, I got to do it over again. But hey, at least this man's being honest because I don't want to be at the end, be like, yo, by the way, can you do this? Or hey, I usually and you're like, nah, man, just do it over. I'm like, hey, well, let's just get it going. <laughs> you know what? It's they they get it though because they have a show, so they understand that sometimes. You fuck up maybe once or twice or ten times, times. and you got to do it again. So they get it. So oh. for them, they, you know, do it again. All right, cool. So what <laughs> what are the, what are some of the obstacles that you guys face? Like being like YouTube is hard. Like it's hard to like, especially as a cigar, cigar channel, like doing cigar stuff. Like sometimes the growth isn't always like there. You know, sometimes like we get like we get flat. Like we got flagged one time for a video for like two years ago that had nothing to do with anything. Like right, we got flagged from a link. That we referenced in the video, we put it in the description, and apparently the link had now added something to the website that YouTube deemed um, offensive. So they flagged our video and said you can't have this link. And it was it was like forty five episodes ago. Yeah, I don't know. So, so how do you guys? Right. Yeah, what challenges do you guys find on YouTube, and how do you guys overcome them? I think uh, when we you know when we first started this off. Uh, what was this back in 2019, right? We started back in 2019. We knew from the get-go that even when we got to the point to where, you know, we had hit our thousand subscriber milestone, we've got the 4,000 plus watch hours and we were able to actually monetize the videos that um, we weren't going to be able to do that because they had already started at that point cracking down on, channels that were anything related to alcohol, tobacco, or firearms. And so uh, it didn't really matter whether you were monetized, whether you met that criteria or not. And so I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges for us just in terms of growth is, 
if you're, you know, and this really goes out to anybody looking to start uh, a cigar related YouTube channel or whatever, I, like all the growth, all the success you're going to have is really going to be dependent upon you and the, the work that you guys, you, you put into it. Cause nobody, I mean, the, the algorithms do not favor us. Right. And so it's all word of mouth. It's getting your, getting your name out there. It's networking with other people. It's getting other people to push and, and share your content. Um, but if you're relying on YouTube to do any of that legwork for you, I think you're going to be, you know, very, very sad and very depressed because they just, that's not something that YouTube does. No, for sure. And I think in terms of growth, you know, with the success that we've seen, yeah, I mean, with the success that we've seen, we just passed 5,000 subscribers not too long ago. Um, that's really man. just a testament to the amount of legwork that we've put into this and the, you know, the consistency and putting up content every single week at the same time, getting into the live chats with our community and talking with folks when we post our videos and making ourselves available, responding to comments, you know, and really engaging with the Titan community and making people feel like they're a part of something special. Yeah, I think, I think it kind of it kind of opened up because because our, our niche is so specific. Yeah, it makes that difficult as well, because you're either a, a cigar reviewer or you're the other guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, the good thing about that is that the followers you do have are real followers. They're following because they actually enjoy watching what you do. They're not just, oh, oh, that was cool. They did that one time. They ain't gonna do it again, but I feel like, hit that subscribe button real quick. Right. They watch our videos repeatedly. They see the content that we put out. So they're actually with us. They actually comment. They actually follow us every single Sunday at four o'clock when we do our live premiere. They can go in the chat box to Cigar Titans channel and join in in Titan Lounge, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, and then, but the hard thing is that because our niche is so specific, it makes us have to be super creative with the content that we put out. Yeah. Because it's easy when you're a cigar reviewer, you just go ahead, well, shit, I just got this box last week. I'm going to go ahead and put this out to a cigar review. Right. But when you're the other guys, it's like, how do I, how do we keep our now 5,000 subscribers um, interested in our content? And how do we bring more subscribers to enjoy the ones that we already have? And that's kind of where the, the challenge is, is how, how to continue being creative, how to continue putting out great content and how to make sure that our subscribers that we have are happy with what we got. Absolutely. Yeah, we we find the same challenges is coming up with more creative content. I mean, yes, we have every, you know, every week we have the podcast episode and sometimes some of the best episodes come out of just turning the camera on and just seeing where the conversation goes because that's essentially what, cigars are as people get together you smoke a cigar you don't when you meet somebody at the lounge you don't know what you're going to talk about you just talk about something so some of those episodes right. are very easy to create but then some of the other ones we're finding specific topics to talk about or finding specific videos to create when whether it be the how-to videos or best of or top five mm -hmm. or some of the cigar review videos trying to come up with different ideas like you said the cigar reviews are easy you pick up a cigar you smoke it you review it but the other ones are trying to get what can we create that's really going to engage pe with people that people are going to like, that people are going to want to share all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, real talk. We've, you know, there's been a, there's been a few times where we're sitting around and going, what the fuck are we going to do? We have no idea. More than a few times. <laughs> right. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, we, we always got cigars. Hence, hence how we landed on fucking White Claw. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we always got cigars, but what are we going to talk about? You know, so... You know, it's it's following the following the industry, following the trends, looking for that thing that people are talking about. What are people engaging with in the moment? And then, you know, trying to to seize on that moment and be a part of that in your own unique way. I, I think I think our our success has been that we found a demographic of our subscribers to focus on. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that part? Is that part of the show? Is that? Is that, yeah, he, is that he, he had a little glimpse. I'm right? out. I'm out. I'm I'm over this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, he's got a glimpse. He's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to hit record." Like, fuck these Titans. He goes, "Let me make sure that the camera's actually recording." This is what we do. Now, you know, like, we're going. Let's not. We're going. We're going. You just talking about engaging. I mean, you got to have more engaging conversation. I mean, Eric over here said, "Peace." I'm out. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> you telling me I got to I got to start redo the intro. I gotta redo the more, intro. Bro. You gotta do more engaging <laughs> stuff. Cause you better kick it up a notch. You know Take a sip of that shit. <laughs> yeah, let's pour, pour another glass. We got, we got fireworks get, ready. Get to go on. Come on, brother. Let's go. We gotta get you out of your go. shell. Come on, man. Let's go now. Come on. I'm good. I'm good. You're I don't know if you noticed, but I switched, I, switched, I switched back over from the. Uh, I was sipping a coffee, and I'm like, "Eh, fuck this! I got to go back over to the to the to the hot stuff." Oh man, I, I got to drive later. So. Yeah, I don't have to drive. I got to walk. 10 I got the feet, good. So. I got the good old the good old coffee, so I'm good with that. You, you should you should have just poured that in the coffee. You would have best of both worlds. Like, there you say go. no more. Look at, mommy. See, see, yes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Now now it's a party. Now we're ready to go. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good move or a. Dumbass move, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna find out in a second. Yeah, but to go back with the whole engaging, it's like we kind of just sometimes we just sit and we're like, you know, what the hell are we gonna talk about? Like we like set up a call like every week to like kind of just go over it, and sometimes we're like, dude, what what's out there? Like what are we what are we gonna talk about? Like we talk about a lot of stuff, but there's only so much that you could talk about when you know it's related to a cigar or something's going on in the industry. And uh, and sometimes we don't even want to talk about what's going on in the industry because sometimes it's you look at it and you're like all right well you know okay they just had I- IPCPR and you're like I didn't go to that I don't really know what happened there yeah can I make a whole right. episode about something that I did not go to that happened we can talk about yeah I didn't go to it it looked pretty cool I was watching this stuff but can you go forty five minutes about that probably, probably not. not. No, it's cool, but you two might have, you know, after smoking a stogie, say, hey, let's watch Jungle Cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talk about Jungle Cruise. You know, you might like Dwayne The Rock Johnson and how his shirt's all extra tight in the movie. <laughs> talk about I that. Mean, Who cares what you talk about? He was it's watching Big Watch, so he probably liked that movie, too. <laughs> right. that's, that's, a man, that's a man damn show right there. Men watch Big Watch. Big Watch has come up in a few of our episodes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we can rewatch the whole bunch of them episodes, too. David Hasselhoff, exactly. Pam Anderson. No, I'm talking about the, the movie with The Rock. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about Pam Anderson. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. We were talking about the TV show. Yeah, okay. About the TV. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. okay. That's what. I'm, that's hey, what I'm. Thinking. We watched it for the acting, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, we did. And we, we watched it for the, the gripping the, stories, for the slow mo beach runs. Right? It's supposed to be the ocean. But... <laughs> <laughs> the slow mo Pam Anderson beach runs. Those are. That's why anybody watched that show. <laughs> I, I like to watch for, the, ha- for, I mean, for, for, for the drowning scenes where he's drowning in the right. ocean, but it's really like there's the, two the, things that happen in every Baywatch episode. Somebody has to almost drown, uh-huh. and there has to be like a montage of some point, either somebody working out or running on the beach. Those are every single episode, right. guaranteed. 
Yeah, the, the working out ones just go, next episode. Because they alternate, <laughs> right? So the working out, next episode's got to be running on the beach. Then it's next. Pam, then Pam Anderson's <laughs> main point of view, and she's running everywhere, and you're like, this is probably the best episode around, so let's take a Let's be honest. Like 95% of their rate of their watchers and ratings were probably from men just, just because of Pam Anderson. Like, well, oh, for sure. Of course. Of course. If I think about – if I think correct – if I'm correct, I know Pam Anderson started on Home Improvement for like one or two seasons with Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah and all of a sudden, a, she won away. So I don't know if it was because of Baywatch she made that transition, but – that's probably a good educated guess. I never noticed that. Yeah, she uh, she was the the tool girl. Oh, that's right. It was a new tool girl, huh? Yeah. Was it Heidi? Was that her name? Uh, was I don't Heidi? know if that was a new girl. I don't know if that was a, the regular uh, girl or or Pam Anderson. But yeah, she was like on it for like one or two seasons, and then she and then she uh, wanted more money or something like that. Or Baywatch maybe came out, and she said, "Let's do it." Uh, so, well, anyways, uh oh, we went we. we that's all right. There we go. Oh, I was gonna say we went. It said it popped up. And yeah, said our camera kicks camera. out after. I, I, so we're le- we're still learning, right? So the camera kicks off after thirty minutes. We're figuring out why it does that. Is that a new it, camera? A What's that? Is that a new camera you guys are using? No, it's it's the camera we use all the time. But you know, like when we we film most of our episodes, we don't do most of the stuff that we do live. We film and then we edit, and so we'll do several cuts in between. Uh, but I was just telling Brother Stogie today, like. Had no idea. Most cameras uh, back in the day, there was a there was a law that required cameras to shut off after thirty minutes for a power saving mode or something like that. Yeah, I, no I, think, I think otherwise they overheat. Yeah, exactly. So there's actually a, if you want to bypass that because there's no way to bypass it on the camera, you actually have to buy another device to plug into the camera to keep the camera recording beyond that 30 minutes so yeah i think that's interesting you bring it up because i think because we're looking for to invest in a, a new camera because we just use our our cell phones which granted the cell phone films in great resolution i mean you don't even yeah. need a camera nowadays but and one of the specs that the cameras have is recording time and some of the yep. cameras nowadays are, are they would market that they can record up to 45 minutes without having to shut off or they can record an hour without having to shut off and I never knew why, but now that you bring that up because of the overheating issue, I go, oh, that's Makes funny because I, I, I saw it and I go, why would you advertise that? Yeah. I thought you can just record until the memory card runs out, but it's because of overheating, yeah. Now, do, now you guys yeah. have families. You guys have other things going on in your life. Do you guys have like a week, like a day every single week that you guys meet or is it kind of just like see what my schedule is for the week or do you guys meet weekly, monthly? How does that look like? Now we, we meet we 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 meet weekly. Yep, weekly. We, we, <laughs> meet weekly. We, go ahead. <laughs> blame it on the blame it on the connection. The Wi the Wi-Fi cut out. The Wi-Fi is really cut right now. Wi-Fi is a little choppy right now. <laughs> right, don't touch my shit. <laughs> uh, we 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 meet up weekly, man. We uh we either meet up, you know, once right side of the week, you know, once to kind of do our cigar type thing, and then the other time we we do just to chill. Uh, mm-hmm. We 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 promised ourselves that we wouldn't be so focused on the channel that we forget to chill with each other and just shoot the shit like we used to. So, yeah, every week on Monday, hey, bro, when you available? Uh, Thursday? Sounds good. And then there it is. There it is. That's perfect. Yeah, he's, uh, my job requires me to travel around quite a bit. Uh, I cover quite a large territory for what I do in my professional life. And so if I'm on the road, things will, you know, can make, can make getting together during the week a little complicated, you know, and so we've got to figure out sometimes it's a rush to get content out. Realistically, you know, we shoot, there's been days where no shit we've shot on a Saturday, we've filmed and then 
it's like, okay, well, now we got to edit this stuff right away, get everything ready to go and then get it posted to YouTube to make, make that deadline. So yeah, it's like, we're, like we were saying earlier, it's a, it's a commitment. You know, if you're, if somebody's looking to get into this and looking to start off filming YouTube, like, you know, I, I think we're all guilty of it. We see, you know, these content creators on YouTube and we're like, oh man, that looks like a, like a lot of fun. And then you get into it and you're like, this was more than what I was expecting this for sure. I mean, there are like, we love what we do. No doubt about it. We absolutely love the community. We love what we do. We love filming the content, but there are times where, especially when, you know, you're, when real life, what you got going on in your real life tends to consume so much of your time during the week that this starts to feel like I'm working six, seven days a week because we're doing all this extra stuff. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot that goes into this. And if, you know, my, my thing is like, if you're not ready for that commitment, it, it's consistency. That's what makes channel successful. It's consistency. 100%. You have to post your, your, your audience needs to know when they can count on you, when they know they, they need to know when your content is going to drop. You know, you can't be all over the place when you're posting and things like that and expect people to tune in. Like they, there's gotta be a specific time when you're posting content and your team, your audience can count on you. And we, we got people on Sunday at 10, at 10 a.m. But hey, we still good for the day? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. got video drop, but we got you, we got you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've even, you know, we went out to, we were out in Miami back in uh, June and, uh, you know, we had people hitting us up right before four o'clock. Cause you know, we, we put our stuff up on YouTube and we'll do the, it premieres at this time thing. And so, you know, we were out in Miami, we didn't bring any of our equipment and nobody saw the premiere coming in. So we get, we start getting all these messages like, bing, 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 bing. like, Hey, are you guys going to have a video today? What's going on? And so we're like, well, shit, what do we well, do? Let's do a live. Let's yeah, do a live, yeah. grab the phone and we'll do a live. And you know, here we go. And we, we knocked it out that way. I mean, sometimes you got to improvise and it's a little off the cuff, but you know, you guys know every week it's got to be consistent. Your team, your audience, your subscribers, everybody's got to be able to count. Yeah, it's that, that was because what originally started for like we didn't right off the bat think of a podcast. We thought about first we started like three or four years ago thinking about a cigar subscription service. Thank God we did not do that. Then we wanted to do like a magazine that com- that competed with Cigar Aficionado because we took so many pictures and we're like, it's the 21st century. Like no one reads magazines anymore, like they used to. Right. And um, so we kind of took a little bit of time off. And then my brothers got me into podcasts because they they listen to Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Bill, like all the comedians. And um, when I they're like, you should do a podcast. And I said, well, what's like the main thing about having a podcast? And they said, my brother was like, every week you need to have a day and at least even a time, but a day most importantly that you're going to do. You can't have it on Wednesday. You can't have it on Friday, Monday. You have to have a week, a day every single week that people know it's going to come out. And then the next part mm-hmm. is consistency because when people ask us like, hey, I want to start a podcast. We're like, all right, wh- what's your what's your niche? What's your topic? They're like, uh, I'm just going to talk. And I was like, well, that's Joe not- Rogan's already doing it. He's yeah. got that covered. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not going to fly. And I'm like, how much do you prepare? You know, how much do you think about dedicating? And they're like, I don't know. I just thought, you know, I will just talk and maybe do it like whenever. And I was like, well, right off the bat, you're 0 for 2 because you don't have a time when you want to do it and you don't have a specific audience that you're trying to cover. And those are the two biggest things I've noticed definitely on social media. You always got to be consistent with everything that you go on, mm-hmm. you know, everything that you put out. 
because you'll get lost in the wind and someone else is probably doing mm -hmm. a better job. So you got to make sure you're in front of someone's face all the time. And, and, 100%. and you had mentioned the one thing where um, people don't realize how much time actually goes into it. So we tell people when they're trying to start a podcast or start a YouTube channel, start anything, even an Instagram or whatever, a Twitter, TikTok, whatever you want. People only see the surface. They only see that people that are following you, they only see, for instance, the 45-minute episode that you put up. They only see the picture that you posted with the caption. They only see the little TikTok right. video or the Instagram reel that you put. They don't see the hours that it took to plan the content, then the hour that it took to film the content, then the several hours it took to edit the content, then mm -hmm. the hours it took to upload and generate the caption and generate the, the, the tags and research what tags do well and research and the tag people. They don't realize that to, to post a 45-minute episode takes at least – you know, 10 plus 12 hours of actual work just to yeah. do a 45 minute episode. Sure. So I always tell people, make sure that you're willing to put in the commitment, <clears throat> even an Instagram post. People say, you see the one Instagram post of the cigars. They say, okay, I see the post. They don't realize that that one Instagram post took like an hour and a half to create. You got to set everything up. You got to take the picture. You got to edit the picture. You got to clean it up. You got to research the hashtag. There's so much that goes into just one picture. You know, like Cigar Titan said, yep. it's, a, it's a second job. It's a, It's no doubt. When, when we first started editing a podcast and I was learning how to edit a video, I mean, my God, it took me like a week. My girlfriend, like my fiance now, but she's like, do you have time for me? Because all you do is edit. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're kind of right. I got to get better at this pretty quick. So now it, uh, it's... It's flawless now, but yeah, it's a learn. It's a learning curve, and at first it takes. Now it takes. You know, we figured it out. Take what do we say? It takes about an every every half hour of footage takes about an hour to edit. Yeah, um, or a little bit more. Uh, but what you had mentioned once before, where sometimes your your life gets in the way and you're crammed and you got to spit something out. We've had we can attest to that because we've had one just recently where we got back from his bachelor party and we had nothing. We you know because we film a couple episodes so that we have a few in the bank so that we can put them out. But we got back, it was like a Monday, and we got together on Wednesday, we filmed on Wednesday, and I was leaving on Friday to go to Florida, so we filmed on Wednesday, and we edited on Thursday, and it uploaded on Thursday so that we we could have it for Friday, and I was and I was out already. Yeah. So it was like such a quick turnaround, but sometimes you got to do it. So I told my girlfriend, I said, listen, I'm editing all day today. Like, don't bother yeah. me. I'm <laughs> editing, okay, because I got to get this out. So I don't care what you're doing. Just let me edit. Give me five hours. Let me finish this whole episode. And another component is like having like your family kind of backing you on it, like believing that what you do is create some kind of value. Because I, I'm not sure how you, how you guys are. I'm sure it's the same as we. But and without without support from your significant others, your family, your friends, it's you know it's like kind of hard when someone's always on your back. Like why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? It took a while, even like for my my mom, for example. You know, she's like, hey, come get your damn kid. I was like, hold on, I got, I got to film this video. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, after, you know, two years we've been doing this, like, all right, I see y'all consistent. Y'all, you know, doing a little something, something. Okay, right. just come get him when you finish. Right. All right, cool. My lady, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you going over there again? I told you knew what I was doing. <laughs> like, but you knew. You know I got to do this. You know what I'm saying? So give me a minute. I'll bring you in and out when I come home. I, I got you. I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and some, like, sometimes they don't realize that it's a, like you're doing it for a reason. Like it's it's a, oh, for sure. a second business, and people say, "Oh, it's you're never gonna make money off of that." Or why are you spending all the time doing that? Yeah, in the beginning you don't make any money, or in the beginning it's you have no followers, and you're put, putting all this work to put out the stuff. 
But here you guys are. You started 2019. Now we're approaching 2022. So two and a half years later, and you have 5,000 subscribers. And now it's people can see. And now they're like, oh, yeah, go for it. Do it. Cigar so, Titans are the best. I like, always really? know it. Where were you two and a half years ago? <laughs> tell me I shouldn't do it. And now you're telling me I should because you can see all the results. Right, right. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. Okay. <laughs> well, that, I mean, you guys can attest to, like, you know, if I'll tell you, like, I think out of all the videos we've ever shot, the one we did uh, when we had the Casa Cuevas event down at the Citrus City Grill, mm-hmm. um, like the more creative your your episodes get, the longer that whole process takes, mm. you know, from beginning to end that that video alone, I think, was, you know, two days worth of editing going in there. I had probably you know, 50 different cuts that I was going through and then trying to figure out how to put those together. And then you're thinking, okay, well, how can this transition? And then it's like, oh, I want to do this cool thing where I mask an image and then slowly frame by frame, like transition it into the new one. And like, you get so far and so right. deep into these things that, yeah. you know. Yeah, go it, up, go down, get out of the truck. No, get back in. No, go out. Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll get out this way. Okay, now right. do it again. All right, yeah. here. And, and you don't realize that you're doing, you're, 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 you find the perfect trend. You're like, oh, it'd be great if I do this. And then you're working, you're working, working, and you you bang out the transition. You're like, oh, this is flawless. You don't realize you just spent an hour and a half on this one transition to <laughs> right. get it. And now you still got the right. whole other episode. You're like, motherfucker. Shit, I got, I got 20, 30 more minutes of this. I thought I was already done. Right. But the one transition. Yeah, I think, I think it was like a five-minute clip or something that we posted to YouTube. Oh, and it was oh, two oh, days. Oh, actual talking. Right. It was like <laughs> two, days, five minutes. two days worth of editing. You know, where the videos that we post now, you know, I, I, I've got a pretty good rhythm down. I can go through and, you know, get these out fairly quickly. You know, at least I'm comfortable enough doing it. When we got into this, neither one of us knew anything about photography videography video editing like none of that like this was just like oh hey this would be this sounds cool we should do right. youtube right. awesome <laughs> and you're sitting down and <laughs> you're like i don't premiere what i like i don't know what to do what the what the hell's a keyframe what right. the hell is what is that yep, yep. <laughs> no we f- we feel you for sure because we've had it, it's a learning curve. You got to find, I mean, I was, I knew a little bit about um, like audio equipment and about uh, filming. Cause I had a previous uh, fitness channel that didn't go anywhere. Cause everybody in their grandmother's trying to be a, a fitness influencer nowadays. Um, and that was back, you know, years ago. I knew a little bit about, it. I also took some of the classes in college about audio equipment. So I knew a little bit, but still like I never sat down and edited a whole video. You never sat down and edited a whole video. And then when we're trying to do interviews like this, you got to learn, okay, I never knew what mix minus was and how to figure out how to do zoom records and get your audio into the mixer, but only let us hear it and not let's it. There's a whole bunch of shit that goes into it and you got to learn. And the best part about it is it's funny because we're doing all this for YouTube, but the best way to learn about this stuff is YouTube. That's right. So, right. Yeah. Everything that we've learned throughout this whole process has been, been off of YouTube. It is a, incredible tool when it comes to teaching new skill sets and things like that. Like there are so many great content creators out there that are really just dedicated to teaching other people how to acquire new skill sets and everything else. Do you guys, do you guys find it like very humbling that you have, like we look at ourselves as average Joes, right? Average guys. And we create a podcast and people every week look forward to the podcast and 
they go on their daily lives listening to us and they send these all these crazy messages about, hey, you know, you your podcast got me through my work day or I was in the hospital and I just wanted to feel like I was just hanging out with the boys, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, it's so crazy. Like, we're just average guys and it's just wild to like, you have this impact on people. Do you guys have that same feeling? Like, you guys create videos and people are just looking forward to it and they say all these things to you? Yeah, man, especially when we go in and we read our comments um, after each video and we read the comments that people leave in our videos and we have like comments on comments on comments. People leaving like actual, like legit like, comments on our videos, yeah. like how they feel, you know, oh, I started smoking cigars because of you guys. Hey, I learned this because of you guys. Like, we, we appreciate it. Totally uh, humbling. And it, it just makes us enjoy creating these videos even more. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I think one of those aha moments for us where it was like oh wow like this is really starting to take off we were we were at a cigar lounge you know probably like close to what, eight nine months ago maybe now and uh we were in the lounge and somebody came up to somebody came up to us and they're like oh shit it's cigar titan brother stogie and I'm like, my what? He's got his headphones in. He's like, he's not paying any fucking attention. You didn't say my government name, right? Oh, Brother Stokes. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> and that that was like, a, wow. You know, that, that, that was a moment that, you know, people are really like engaged with the content. Of course, there's other, you know, content creators out there with, you know, much, much bigger followings. But, you know, our, I think what's like, like you guys were saying, like, what's the most humbling about this entire experience has been, you know, we're 5,000 plus subs in right now, but the amount, like the engagement that we get from the community is, is really something that I don't know, you know, that either one of us were expecting when we started this off, we expected a couple people like, Oh yeah, that's cool. You know, but we we've had people make videos, for us, you know, yeah. talking about the channel and promoting us from different parts of the country, from, you know, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like people from Israel, people from Germany, Canada, you know, it's just amazing the reach that social media has and how you're eight. Like, I mean, you know, we're, we're old school, right? We, we we're we're 80s and 90s babies, right? You know, and so we were, you know, one of the last generations to come along before social media and the internet really was a thing and you know looking at it now and just you know man like we're 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 reaching out to people we're engaging with people that any other point in history you never would have been able to connect with and it's just it's something that is it's it's hard to believe it really is you know yeah it's it's quite amazing that's that what the power of social media i mean we always talk about how it's a blessing and a curse depending on how you use it and to be able to do this, like you said, to be able to put a piece of content out from your home, just put the camera on, hit all from your iPhone. You can legit do it all from an iPhone. You don't even need editing software yeah. on your computer, yeah. right? You could take a video. Like you said, you did a live. You were down in Miami and you did a live. You turned the camera on your phone and you hit upload. And that video is global. And people in Israel and Germany, Australia, China, from North Pole to South Pole can see it and they can send you a message. And when you get one of those messages, even we always like seeing the new countries because we have a, a thing on our website which shows all the different countries that, where we have listeners. And whenever you get a new one, like we were trying to get one from Africa, and we got one from uh, I forgot where uh, Cameroon was yeah. it Cameroon, and okay. saw a, a view, and I said, "Holy shit, man! There's somebody in Cameroon 
with a cell phone that watched. There's somebody in China with a cell phone that watched. And it's just amazing that you can do that all from a little square that's in your pocket. Wild. It's it it's it's a, a very interesting experience, I must say, because I can I view myself as just an you know an average guy that you know likes cigars and who makes a podcast. So people who who are watching it all over, like they like there's a guy who just today he he bought a burned down T-shirt. I think he's in Austria. He's in Europe somewhere, and he was at a cigar event and he posted a picture. I'm just like this guy is in a different country at a cigar event, rocking our podcast. Like it's just like mind blowing. Yeah. Like how, that was crazy because if it wasn't us, it was gonna be somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. And it's super humbling. Like it's it's just wild. Well, hey, I, I got a question for the both of you guys. So now that you're you're in there, you guys have just congratulations by the way from for hitting your 1,000 subscriber milestone. That's awesome. Thank you. Now that you guys are in it, you know what what are some of the things that you guys have noticed about? either the industry or YouTube that has just been very off-putting to you. Things that you guys were like, Ooh, man, I was not expecting that. Or that's just some, like, this is a part of the community that I just really don't care for. Like what, what are some of those things that you weren't expecting? Good question. That is a great question. Um, well, I, I was expecting to have a little bit more growth at this point. Um, in time, we're coming up on two years. I was expecting us to be at a higher um, subscriber count and a higher average view uh, duration, average views and view duration um, at this point. And what kind of put me off where I wasn't expecting was uh, how much the algorithm is not in your favor. No matter what you do, no matter what hashtags you use, and I found that was another thing I could put that as hashtags don't really make a difference anymore. <laughs> they used to make a whole lot of a difference, but they don't really count anymore. No matter what hashtags you use, no matter what, like, you know, the title, you can make the perfect title, the perfect description, the perfect hashtags, but it all comes down to the content and the value of the content. If your content's not engaging, it doesn't matter what title you put, what description you put, what hashtags you put, people are not going to watch it. You have to be able to hold the people's mm-hmm. attention and you have to have some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Fast, you know, rewind 15 20 years ago you could have the crappiest video and if you just put the right title the right description the hashtags the algorithm would just blow it up and you'd have you'd see some videos like how the heck does that get a million views it's been on there 15 years and and rewind and they got it but nowadays it's not like that so that was a real uh i just want it's like a shock to me like for there's a there's like a cigar video it's uh you know like asmr where people talk like this and they say how you doing there's a there's a cigar ASMR <laughs> channel and it has almost a million views. And it's just It's a, not a channel, it's a video. Oh, uh, video, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's just it, he looks like a teenager. He's smoking a cigar in it looks like his room in an attic and he's just smoking a cigar and he's like, "Wow, this cigar is really good. I really like this cigar." And I'm like, "What what is this? Like he's not doing anything. There's no editing, there's no nothing and has almost a million views and here we are putting hours and hours and it's just like, nah, not that, not not up to our standards yet. So for me, the like, just the, it's kind of the same thing, like the growth. Um, I think our channel is a little bit different because we put out like forty-five minute pieces of content, and a lot of people don't have that um, attention span to watch the whole thing. I'm waiting for that moment where our view, our view, average view time is like forty-five minutes. But uh, that's where the audio part comes in because we excel in the actual podcast where you listen to it. 
Um, so sometimes I'm like, you know, do we even put up a video on YouTube? But then there's people that say, you know, I like watching you guys on YouTube. Like you guys repost it all the time. Like people watching you guys on their TV, like in their living room. I love seeing those posts because it's like someone's watching you on their TV on their day off, taking their time to watch it. So um, it's really the growth that that I like. Same thing. I thought we'd be at a different point, but it's just uh, you know, it's cigars, it's tobacco. Everyone looks at tobacco like uh, like it's the worst thing in the world, and there's a lot other I, terrible I think, things. Out it's there. A, think, it's a lot harder, was, yeah, than it looks. I think what was unsettling for for me where, where we are now was because. You know, the whole basis of our channel was, you know, supporting community, everyone, newcomers, old schools and vets. I think what was unselling to me about the industry itself was finding out the number of people who bad mouth other cigar smokers. Really? Right. Right. You smoke a Tatiana Blue? Oh, you ain't shit. Oh, you only smoke mild cigar? Oh, you ain't shit. Well, I smoke double black Maduro triple <laughs> anniversary of night to cigar. Hey, are you on smoke though? Oh, you ain't shit. Oh, wait, you, you use cigar reviews? You tasted a, a funnel cake. Oh, you ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I thought we was here like chilling. Like, what, what happened to that? I fight everyone, you know, because the, the cigar YouTube or cigar social media industry has become so saturated now. Yeah. Everybody wants to become a part of it, which is a good thing because they, they see something in this, in this culture that's intriguing. So everybody wants to get into it. But now people are like, well, if you ain't doing it this way, you're genuine shit. Well, if you ain't tasting the cigar the way I taste it, well, you ain't shit. Yeah. I'm like, like, what happened to that? Like, what happened to the brotherhood of the BOTLs that we that we that people have attracted themselves to? So now people are like, well, I don't want to smoke this. They bad mouth at me because I want to smoke an ass at Cuba Cuba. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I go, shit, I go back to smoking weed then by the cigar community. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, we, we want to make sure that we keep that brotherhood and sisterhood of the cigar community together and just hey let, let the mini on a little pity party together you know what i'm saying we found the people we're gonna bring the people together that enjoy smoking cigars just for the hell of it i don't care if you're smoking a groovy blue you want a beer i'll give you one you know what i'm right. saying you want to borrow one of my medium body sticks because you don't have one i got you don't trip i got plenty yeah amen to that because we we've talked about it on the podcast before as we make it a point to say that just because you know, just because you don't like that cigar doesn't mean they don't like that cigar. And it's the same thing. If if they like cigars that are two dollars a stick, more power to you because you can buy way more for the same price. So we okay. always say that no matter what stick that they're smoking, if they're enjoying it, who are you to tell them that that's a bad stick? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You don't have the same palate as they do. They could like that stick just because you don't like it doesn't mean they're not going to like it, and vice versa. So you have no right to tell somebody. You ain't shit because you're smoking an acid. Just because I don't smoke flavored cigars or acids doesn't mean that they're bad cigars. I just don't like them. But if you like them, more power to you. Yeah. And and, and they got some people who, who, who can care less about a flavor transition. They can care less that they that they they can taste buttery toast and a little bit of earthiness. <laughs> and they, they just want they want they just want to smoke and shut the hell up and be quiet and watch the game. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Why judge that person because he doesn't retrohale through his nose because he doesn't care about flavor transition? And He's smoking the damn cigar. That's half the battle. People, you know, like the cigar community because for the most part, it's a very welcoming community. You know, like it doesn't matter what you smoke. You know, it's like there's only one reason why we're together. Us right now is because of this. So whether yeah. it's a full body cigar or an acid, it doesn't matter. It's a cigar. 
So we always talk about 99% of the people in the cigar community are good people, informative, they're willing to help, you know, they're willing to have a conversation with yeah. you. There's always that 1%, like you said, that are judging people that are like, what kind of cigar are you smoking? Oh, I only smoke Cubans. And it's like, those people can kick yeah, rocks. Those, those, I've, right. I've noticed there's a few of those, ones where I only smoke Cubans and they think that they're better than you because they smoke Cubans. I go, you realize that Cubans, is, it's just another country. Same thing as like Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, all Peru, Brazilian. Right. It's just a country with different flavors. Just because of the fact that it was very hard to get because of the embargo doesn't mean that they're way better and you're a better person because you smoke Cubans. Oh, I only smoke Cubans. I'm I'm a big shot hot. I'm like, just go away. Just leave me alone. I don't even want to, if all you smoke is Cubans, then you're limiting yourself to the plethora of other cigars that are out there. Because I know plenty of cigars that I could get. 10 of them for the same price as that one Cuban, and they're better than that Cuban. Amen. What do you, what yeah, do, well, we just talked about this. How do you guys feel about the whole uh, cigar sommelier certi- master certificate thing? Do you guys think it's worth it? Do you think it's real? Because yeah, it's it's a very like, hot topic. you think topic. it's bullshit? Yeah, you think it's bullshit? Because it's a very hot topic. People, Some people are like, it's a complete scam, and there's some people that do it to get knowledge. But then there's also people on Instagram I want to flex and like, oh, I'm a master cigar sommelier. And I'm like, are you though? You know, actually, actually, just, just asked him that. I asked him the other day, like, what, what would be the benefit for us, for the cigar titans, for one of us to become a certified tobacconist or to cigar sommelier? Yeah. You know, um, we don't know. I mean, I don't really think it kind of fits what we do. If it's for you, that's cool. If you want to go out and host your own events and, you know, be the, that person who's at the table, you know, showing people about different blends and stuff. Go ahead. That's cool. I mean, that, that type of education, you know what I'm saying, about the industry is good for those who want to acquire for a good reason, because you get the certificate, you just want to put it on Instagram for the likes. Um, shame on you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, pretty much. You know, you're a terrible person. So, I mean. <laughs> that's, a, that's funny, because that's exactly what we said. We go, listen, okay, hold on. If you're going to go and get you know, first of all, it's only like a 50, it's 50 hour course and it's 450 bucks. I said, all right, for the knowledge, like you said, you want to gain your knowledge. You want to be able to learn about pairing and the different blends and teach people about at, at a table or at a booth. Then great. But if you want to get it and call yourself an expert in cigars, shame on you. That's bullshit. Okay. You don't take a course and have a major credit card and turns you into an expert. Okay. It takes no. years and years and years <laughs> of smoking and learning to become an expert. It's not just one course, one day, and you get a freaking certificate. So like you said, if you want yeah, to put I, it so you I, can put it in your Instagram bio so you can wear a fucking cape and paint an S on your chest, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> okay. I think, you know, I mean, this is just Cigar Titan's personal opinion. You know, the real experts in the cigar industry are your, your master blenders. These are the guys, you know, that are out there. These are the real experts. These are the guys that are putting together the sticks that we all love. Sorry, stop these are the guys that are you know putting together the sticks that we all love um and enjoy every single day it's a flex like you guys said you know taking this course and look if you're doing it for the experience again more power to you and knock yourself out at the end of the day like that's not us like i i don't give a shit about what you know sometimes i'll sit down you know i gotta got some time by myself I light some candles. I put on, you know, my Baywatch. Little, you know, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not over here during that watch session, all right? We ain't like fucking candles together, all right? I want to make that clear to all those watching the burn down where he light candles. Yeah, that's beyond the East Coast, but the West Coast, you know what I'm saying? West I mean, we, don't, we don't like candles with the pros, right? That's almost like sharing a hookah. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that over here. <laughs> A little Michael McDonald in the background, yeah, baby, yeah. right, right. Well, the point, the point. Uh-huh. And by the way, the point that I was trying to make was, <laughs> you know, like there's very few times when I'm sitting by myself where I'm actually sitting down trying to pull flavor notes out of a cigar. Most of the time, it's like I just got off work. I'm making myself a drink. I just want to relax. I just want to enjoy myself. I want to enjoy a stick that I know I'm going to like, mm-hmm. and I light one up and burn one. Your average person is not is, is not enjoying their seat tomorrow. Man, this is some toothy ass. you right. <laughs> man, I got oil is dripping from yeah. the Cameroon Maduro <laughs> features of this yeah. stick. The veins is nice and popping now. Oh, is that a one? A triple cat? Oh, that's a that's a bucket. We've all been you know there. We've all been there. You know we're, we're like, you know, like what does a leather note taste like? What does a pepper note taste like? Like we've all been there. You know, we watch. You'll smoke a cigar and you'll watch a cigar review with somebody you trust, and you'll sit there and you'll try to identify the flavor notes that they're getting in the cigar, and you'll try to associate that to the flavor notes that you're getting. We've all we've all done that. But at the end of the day, like I, I'm not trying to be. You know, a master blender. Brother Stogie's not trying to be a master blender. Like, let let the let the real masters, let the real creative people behind these cigars do what they do. And give and you give, want to take and, a course, and give, take them, a give them the respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the people who roll in the different countries, those are the experts right. in these cigars. Because ain't no way I can have a bunch of leaves, put some shit together. Oh, okay, this one tastes like peppermint. All right, <laughs> this one tastes like banana. <laughs> Banana nut bread. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I can't do that shit, but they know what they're doing. So respect the people who's been doing it, been doing yeah. it for centuries. You know what I'm saying? And just, I don't know, just calm your ass down. That's exactly. Down. We said the same thing. It's, it's almost like if you're going to get this certification and call yourself a master or an expert in cigars, that's a slap to the face to the master blenders that spent years honing their craft. That's a slap to right. the face. If you yeah. get it as to as a stepping stone to further your knowledge in the cigars, and then you want to continue to develop your knowledge, continue to research, then great, but don't call yourself a master blender. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's no different than your, your top, your top chefs out there, right? There are very, very, very few people with such refined palates that can pull out those specific types of notes from food, from cigars, whatever, Whatever it may be, those people are few and far between. Yeah. That is a very, very unique skill set that only a handful of people out there have. With, you can with, develop with, 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 with anything with, with smoking barbecue. You know, you got people who can sure. who can smoke a whole pig. Shout out to Lewis Clavers. You know what I'm saying? But if I can smoke a rack rib success, I'm not going to call myself a, a master, a pit master. You know, right, smoking. right. You know what right. I'm saying? That's like as disrespect for those who have put. Time in this game. I can put water in a cup of noodles and throw it in the microwave for three minutes. It doesn't make me a master chef. You know what exactly. I'm saying? I'm, I'm, stay, I'm, 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 I'm good in my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane, and I'm good right there. Right. That's it. That's right. And it's like uh, um, we say where uh, I had the thought, and I just lost it. Um, where Oh, developing your palate. One of the requirements to get the certification was five tasting um, – 
tasting uh, what do they call them practice sets practice like tasting forms that you got to fill out i'm like that doesn't make you a master in being able to pair wine, pair foods and and spirits or wines with cigars for the flavor notes it takes years like you said to for chefs and and for food critics to develop a palate to be able to pull out all those flavors what makes you think that the the one course with the only five tasting notes that is going to make you uh, credible to pick all these different flavors out. It takes years to develop your palate. And I, and yeah, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been smoking for eight years, maybe maybe, maybe 10, something like that. And I can only say maybe these last two years, maybe a year and a half, how I actually can say I can pull out flavored notes and flavored transitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can and probably not, those, and probably not even the not even minute flavors, most of the general flavors like leather or pepper or uh, cinnamon cinnamon or you know some of the big or, or wood or cedar some of the big notes not like graham cracker or buttered toast or sage or you know some of the right. big ones like mint and leather and uh and wood yeah, or white, white pe- i still don't know what the hell white pepper tastes like on a cigar or i don't think anybody does i've ever had white pepper on anything in my life <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as cigar titan you know i'm not really Every once in a while, I'll try and focus on the flavors of cigar, but most of the time, I'm just like, hey, I just want to chill and have a cigar and and just relax. I don't really want to yeah. focus on you know dark chocolate mixed with a hint of cherry, and then oh this oh this third is oh I'm running through a pile of flowers. I'm getting that, <laughs> that essence of me being in the ocean. It's like no, I just want to chill. Like, you know what that you know, taste petunias? I taste petunias. Yeah, I, I just I just think that that's the that's that's where men mess up. You know what I'm saying? Once men find a commonality of things that we all enjoy, it's now it now becomes a, a competition. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it could be with women, it could be with hobbies, you know what I'm saying? We all we all good looking dudes, you know what I'm saying? But instead of saying, hey bro, you go get that one. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll get the next one. Now we're competing for the same girl. Like so who who does that amongst bros? You know what I'm saying? Or like 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 who does that? So now we're all cigar people now. We're all in the cigar community. So, so instead of go ahead, go ahead. I, well, you were saying good-looking dudes. So the, these are probably two of the best-looking dudes on YouTube. Right <laughs> Outside now. of us, right, Outside right, of right. right. So where where is the fashion and all that come into play? Because you, I'm telling you, you guys are by far right. two of the best-dressed dudes on YouTube today. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate thank that. you. I mean, for me, I was like the I have a, I have like a core group from high school guys. Like ten guys, right? I was one of the first guys that would wear button downs out, and they're like, or a, or a jacket out, and they're like, "What are you? What are you wearing?" And I always had a sense of trying to be different <laughs> than everybody. But again, that that whole ambiance came from cigars. Like I grew, I like cigars because I like all the mob movies. I like what cigars resembled, you know, success, okay. elegant gentleman stuff. And I always thought okay. that was a cool look. And that's really, really, it really came from a cigar. And that's where I think it, it pairs so well with our podcast because I didn't just wake up one day and just look at a GQ magazine. I was like, oh, that looks cool. I was like, no, you look like a fucking pimp with a cigar. <laughs> and a nice that, that's some classy shit. So that's really where I got my sense from. Um, Justin, I think, might be a little bit different, but that's really Yeah, I, I always just, I kind of, I did the same thing. I liked, I love all those mob movies and I like the way that, men dressed back in the 40s and 50s like if you were leaving your house mm-hmm. you dressed like you dressed to the nines and i always believe that you only get one first impression so you might as well make it a good one and i like the way yeah. that you know i 
I was a believer in if I dress well, then I feel well, and it makes me feel like a million bucks. Like, there's nothing like when you put on a brand new outfit, it fits perfectly, it's dressed to the nines, and you look at yourself and you're like, man, I look good. I feel like a, feel like a million bucks. Yeah. You put on a tailored suit, and you walk out in nice polished shoes, I feel like a million bucks. So I'm like, if that's gonna, if this is going to make me feel better, then I'm going to be a better person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be better in business. I'm going to be better in, in every aspect of my life as opposed to, you know, I don't know, dressing like a, a schmuck. And there's nothing against dressing down if that's how you want to dress but for me i liked dressing up i liked the way that i felt when i dressed well i liked the way that um a nice nice clothes felt on my body it's just for me that's what it was about so i just i catered more towards just dressing nice all the time keep myself nice and groomed it's i mean even it's funny because like i just happened this last weekend but sometimes i'll go out with my fiance and i'll put on like a jacket or a button she's like eric i'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt like you don't need to dress up like that. Like it's just, it's just a very <laughs> calm night. And I'm like, what? But it's so it's I don't know. It's just the way you feel. Like you know, you can have the worst day. You can get fired from your job. But if you're walking down the street in a suit, someone probably thinks you know you're someone better than you think in that moment right now. You know what I mean? So well, uh, always just you know you know you're on your shit when your women are telling you to dress down. Exactly what he's talking about. My girlfriend does the same thing. She's like, babe, listen, I'm 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 wearing a t shirt tonight. I'm like, we're going to dinner. She's like, I'm wearing a t shirt tonight. I was like, we're going to a barbecue joint. I was like, but I'm but I still I want to put on like at least a button up, like a short sleeve button up or Chelsea boots or something like going out to dinner. Like, who, I always think like who knows who you're gonna meet. That's why I always whenever I'm traveling, I'm always I always dress nice when I'm traveling. People say, Why do you always dress? Like you're gonna be so uncomfortable on the plane. I was like, I could be sitting next to my next like sitting next to the person who's gonna be the next big investor in my business. And if he's he may not even look at me. If he's a multimillionaire and he wants to invest in businesses, he may not even look at me or she may not even look at me if I'm if I'm dressed in sweatpants and yeah. casual. Because yeah. I mean, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but that's what the people that's we what all do. do. That's reality. If they see it, I would do. rather be dressed in a suit or a nice jacket, a sport coat, than dressed in sweatpants. God forbid somebody see it. I have a business opportunity. I'd rather be dressed for the occasion. Um, but I do want to bring. I want to go back because you had mentioned about like cigar reviews, and so many people. The average person doesn't is not going to pick up a cigar and say, "Oh, I get this note or that note," or blah blah blah. And that's one of the things that we talked about. When we wanted to do cigar reviews, so we had talked about putting shorter pieces of content on YouTube. And we said, hey, can we do cigar reviews? And one of the main points was, all right, when we do these cigar reviews, we want to make them short because people aren't going to sit there for 10 minutes and listen to all the different flavors. We want to get the cigar review out there and keep it short. What's the, is it a strong, is it a mild, medium, or full? How much does it cost? What's the size? Where can you get it? Give like two tasting notes. All right, it's going to be strong. You get lots of leather and a little bit of pepper. Here's how much it costs. Yeah. Good stick. We rate it 8 out of 10. Go try it. So if somebody is, yeah. has never seen a cigar before and they come across a video, they might be like, oh, I want to try that. Most most people who smoke cigars aren't like – they don't know every – like I don't know everything about cigars. Just know, So most people who smoke cigars who want to get into cigars, they don't really understand. So I look at it from my perspective. My first what was getting into cigars. I would watch YouTube and I would see these 10-minute videos and they're talking about this, that, and the third. And I'm like – what are they saying? I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And it kind of turned me off. So I was like, let's just make a quick two minute video. Bing, bomb, boom. That's it. And uh, I mean, yeah, because then when people see it, all we want to do is get them to be more inclined to try it. If they've never had it, they say, oh, 
that's a that's only eight bucks. I've had it's by Caldwell. I've had Caldwell before. I've never had that one. Sounds pretty good. Let me try it. Yeah. It only yep. takes a minute and a half or two minutes to watch a video as opposed to oh well the first third was this because then yeah the one beginning minute is like all right this is the size of scar how much it costs the last minute is yeah we rated eight out of ten and the beginning the middle eight minutes are just you talking about all the different flavors mm-hmm. they don't give a shit about all this they want to know is it a good stick is it a bad stick what was it you had a question because you had a question for him um, well, I wanted to. I wanted to get. Yeah, that's that's Justin for it. Yeah, I go off on. He goes on tangents sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I got. First of all, what was the question? Yeah, I got the question. I got the question. I, got the question. I wanted it was to go back on cigars question. because I wanted to ask them. I wanted to ask these guys, how did you get into cigars? Because we're both are cigar podcasts. I mean, our cigar shows, cigar right. YouTube channels, and we haven't even talked about how they got into cigars. That's a good point. So, how did you guys start? So I got into cigars years ago. I, st- I probably originally started smoking like the gas station cigars back when I was 17. Which, uh, by the way, awesome. is a great episode of yours, a great sh- uh, uh, video of yours. It's probably one of your hottest videos that you guys put up there. It is. It is. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I bought some stuff, bought some gas station sticks for my brother at the time. And that kind of piqued my interest into cigars. But I was that was cigars on a budget. Right. Because right, right. I, I didn't have the, the kind of money like you you look at. And even back then, I mean, we live in California and we're you know, we're taxed up the yin yang out here when it comes to cigars. And What's so the tax rate for cigars in California. I want to say it's over sixty percent right now um, for cigars out here. It, it's ridiculous. Um, and so even back then, and this was years ago, um, forty-two now, so seventeen, so whatever that is. Do the math there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, starting you know cigars on a budget. I like all I could afford back then were the gas station cigars. Even an eight dollar stick at the time was like shit. Like I could go out and buy. You know, three packages of five packs of Dutch Masters for that, mm-hmm. or black you know, you mild get cigarettes, black and mild wine flavor. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you know, so it was like, what, what am I going to get the most bang for my buck for? And then my brother um, was in Italy for about five years, and he came back out to the states. And when he came back out to the states, he brought a box of Cuban cigars with him, and I hadn't smoked in years, and this was back in two thousand. 13 i think hadn't smoked any cigars in years hadn't really touched anything um and came back from italy with a box of cubans and you know we split the box when he came out he stayed with me for about a year and that just kind of reignited my passion with cigars at that time and got me back into it and then when we finished the box it was like well shit what else can we get? I got, I've got more disposable income now. I'm a little older. So what can I blow my money on? You know, like take my money type thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we picked up a box of, uh, the Arturo Fuente Sungrown uh, Rosados. It was a box of 44. And, uh, ever since then, it's just, you know, it's been cigars, 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 and, uh, haven't looked back. Yeah, I think I think for me we went to the Hip Kitty years That's right. ago. That's Remember right. That? We went to the Hip Kitty. It was like a jazz, a jazz restaurant. We had like a little, little kicking area yeah. outside, and I didn't smoke at that time. So everybody outside, including you know your man right here, was smoking. I was like, well, shit, well, I feel like a loser. You know? <laughs> everybody, everybody smoking cigars for me, you know. And then uh, 
and I was in probation for a really long time, so I didn't really spoke any much of anything, you know, because because of that. And then one day he was like, "Here, man, stimulate your mind, man. You know, try it out, man." <laughs> so, you know, I, so I, I, I tried it out, and I was like, "It's, it's kind of nice, man. I kind of enjoy this." Yeah. And then it's been brother Stokey ever since. <laughs> so what? So what are some of your go-to cigars? Because I'm not going to ask what your favorite cigar is because. It's, there's probably a number of cigars. It's so hard to pick one that you're going to smoke for the rest of your life. But what are some of your go-tos currently? Like, what's regularly in your humidor at the moment? Oh, dang. Let's see. <laughs> Go, let's see. Go-to cigar. Go-to cigar if I were out and about and I, I forgot my cigars at home. My go-to cigars would be the Nub Series by Oliva. Um, yes. My go-to cigars would be Arturo Fuente, either my Double Chateau. Or Sangre Rosado. Um, if I'm trying to be bougie and you know be impressive, it of course to be Oliva V Milanio. And nice. let's see, if I wanted just to kind of chill and do something infused, of course be our our favorite little bitches, um, you know, our fat bottom <laughs> Betty, you know, leather rose, <laughs> you know, our little bad, bad bitches, you know. What I'm saying? Right. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll chill with those. Those are my go-to cigars I'll look for if I forgot my sticks at home. Mm. Those are solid. Those are really solid. The cigar type. What about you? I think the the ones that I've been on recently. So I, I bought a box recently of the Undercrown Sungrown. Um, I think those came in one of our luxury cigar club boxes. Sorry, it came in one of our subs- subscription boxes, and uh, I was just one of those cigars. Where I was like, man, I I really like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a box of those. So I bought a box of those. The uh, Wise Man Maduros by the Foundation Cigar Company awesome mm. awesome stick yes really like those um and honestly anything arturo fuente Pretty puts much. out anything i don't know that i've ever had a bad arturo fuente i think the last two boxes i bought were i bought a box of the don carlos number fours and then uh the sun grown rosados um I think I got a shipment of those my brother better be sending me a shipment of those pretty soon the <laughs> in the box of 52s um uh, those are some of my favorite. And then I've got some of the leather rose sitting in my humidor right now. And, you know, if I want something a little sweeter or whatever, I'll have one of those and break one of those out. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good. Anything Oliva. I don't know that I've had a bad Oliva either. Oliva G. Yeah. The, the Connecticut oh. one is the, with the white label is very good. So yeah, yeah. those are great. We, we love the Oliva line. I mean, those are all fantastic. I actually, I have a fat bottom uh, Betty in the humidor that I've, I've been, it's been sitting in there and I pick it up. I'm like, eh, I put it back. I pick it up and put it back because I go, I, I, I golf a lot and I take some cigars with me every time I golf and I, you don't want to pick up a cigar that's, you know, I've never had. I want to be able to sit and enjoy the cigar because golfing cigars, you're just kind of, you're just smoking it to smoke. So I just pick some, yeah. I go leave a series, like the Oliva O's or the Series G's. They're inexpensive and I, I've had them before. I know what they're going to taste like. So I just kind of smoked those when golfing, yeah. but I've had that fat bottom Betty and now that you've said that it was a good stick, I definitely want to sit down and try that. Yeah, anything from the Deadwood tobacco line has been pretty good. I would just, you know, if you're going to be like, if you smoke in your car, if you, you know, you're those dudes or those those gals that smoke in your car, like those are one of those cigars that I don't know that I would recommend smoking in a cigar or in a car or in a closed, confined space where you don't have a lot of ventilation because those things put off smoke, smoke like like a chimney. And actually, you know, shout out to Denise Cuevas. Um, she was telling us when we were out in Miami that, you know, that's, that's actually like just a manufacturing like trick that a lot of 
uh, cigar manufacturers will use where they dip the tobacco leaves in uh, was it mineral water in order for the cigars to put off those plumes and plumes of smoke. Wow. Just kind of a marketing tool that a lot of cigar manufacturers will use. It works. It works. Yeah. It works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everybody loves, especially when you're if you know if you're Instagram uh, if you're Instagram person you you want to, everybody likes taking the the nice big draw and have that nice Dragon milky smoke. white cloud of smoke it makes right? a great photo yeah. so it, it works yeah 100 percent. shit well i don't know i i'm all tapped out with, with everything i think i got a good grasp <laughs> of we're, we're, we're coming up on about an hour and what 15 minutes i think yeah just about maybe an hour and a half. An hour and 15 minutes yeah i mean yeah, i have nothing crazy. else to ask these gentlemen i don't know if you do do you guys have any questions for us no man good good times man good times yeah yeah i'm glad i'm glad yeah. you guys you know came on we appreciate your time coming on here and hanging out with us so it was good for to sure. chop it up with you guys sure. you know too you it's always good to talk about youtube and at videos and editing and the struggles i go through because not everyone knows the life behind it so it's good to always relate because we could talk for probably three hours about editing and making videos and cigars so it's always good to chop it up with guys like you and, and, and just imagine, man, if we were at a cigar lounge and burned oh, yeah. down, having to meet with a cigar tiger, we'd probably be in that cigar for another two hours. We would have, we would have Uber eaten us some food. Oh, easily. It'd some, be a three-cigar night. Easily. Easily. Not yeah. even a question. Are you guys ever in New York at all? No. Don't come. No. Don't come. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we may we may find a reason to get out to New York. But if we are in New York, we'll definitely look you guys yeah, let up. Let us know yeah. for sure. So likewise, if you guys are out in California, Southern California. Yes. For sure. For sure. So this is the time we're gonna kind of give the red carpet to you guys to be able to promote anything you guys are doing, promote your channel, drop all the, the tags. Or let everybody know where they can find you, what you guys are working on, what you guys are doing. Kind of the floor is yours. It's kind of your, your well, I mean, it's like kind I'll, of. I'll, I'll finish it up. I'll finish it up. All right. Well, you guys can find us on YouTube at Cigar Titans. Uh, I am Cigar Titan on Instagram, and he is brother underscore Stokey. As brother, not brother, B R O T. H A Stogie <laughs> underscore Stogie. That's right. And uh yeah, check us, check us out. You know, we we love interacting with our community. We love uh we love the support. Um yeah, it's just a great time. Great yeah, time. man. Keep in mind cigar times are not cigar reviewers. We represent the cigar community in its whole. So when you look yeah, at our yeah. channel, we cover everything cigar yeah. related. If you want a refrigerator, we got you. you want a cigar, <laughs> we got you. you. Want to smoke a pipe? Got you. Want to yeah, drink you know White Claw with so, a cigar? They got you. Gas station. We you got want, you. They got you. Want to see if you want a White Claw with a cigar? We got you. Got you know what I'm no, no matter what it is, we got our videos premiere every Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come in, introduce yourself if you're new to the channel, chat with everybody else, let them know who you are. And uh, yeah, man, like, like I always say, man, live how you smoke and smoke how you live. That's smooth, baby. I got to come up with a Fancy catchphrase, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he's got you beat on that. Five or six octaves. <laughs> You're this. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. I got, I got the point. <laughs> sometimes that's sometimes that's all you need. I love it. Right? Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. That's, that's it, man. Ladies love it. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I get jealous sometimes. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So with that being said, follow everybody. Follow Brother Stogie. Follow Cigar Titans. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. And gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Until next time, chin-tan, chin-chin. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>